Welcome to In Search of Wisdom, where each episode explores how to integrate timeless wisdom into everyday life. We engage in meaningful conversations with leading thinkers in philosophy, leadership, theology, and everything in between. We leave no stone unturned in search of wisdom. To learn more, visit perennialleader.com. Welcome and thank you for listening. On this day of thanks here in the U.S., I wanted to share an early conversation we had on the podcast with Christy Nelson. Christy is the author of one of my favorite books of the year, Wake Up Grateful, The Transformative Practice of Taking Nothing for Granted. In this portion of the conversation, Christy provides an important distinction between gratitude and being grateful. If you'd like to hear the entire conversation, you can go to episode number 10 of In Search of Wisdom. I hope you enjoy. To begin the conversation, I was wondering if we could start with a network for grateful living. Could you provide a bit of the history and kind of mission of the organization? Oh, you bet. So it was founded in the year 2000, which is so we're just past our 20-year anniversary. And it was founded by Brother David Steindlerast, who has quite a reputation as uh, an activist, interfaith uh person, a Benedictine monk, who has devoted his life to gratefulness and to all of what emanates from gratefulness for him. Uh, And he built this organization initially as a website, uh, which was way ahead of its time, right? So in, in the year 2000, to be a community space and what we call kind of an online sanctuary for people who want to live gratefully and really understand more about what that is and deepen their relationship to it. And it's what we call it is kind of online support for offline living so that knowing that we're all out there living in the world, but we really need support to live gratefully. So we have an extraordinary website, but now we're way more than that. We also offer events and, uh, workshops, uh, you know, before COVID, um, we were out there in the world a lot more. So initially, it was envisioned as really a website, kind of a portal for people. And now we're becoming much more international, uh, much more of a community based organization, we have gratefulness gatherings all over the country, actually, in other countries, we have uh, around the world. Now we have these gratefulness gatherings that meet every month so that people can have real practice spaces with each other. So a network for grateful living is committed to grateful living as kind of a global ethic, which informs, I would say, personal and social responsibility, how we live in the world with one another, how we navigate our own lives as spiritual beings in in the world, and, and how we take responsibility for the lives that we live. And grateful living is really a bunch of very extraordinary guideposts and and principles for how to live that way. I love that, Christy. Thank you for providing some some context and and background there. And I I was hoping we could start with the kind of first portion of the conversation around 
some of the big rocks of, of this practice. And you write in the book about it being a way of life. How would you say gratefulness impacts the way we see the world, for example? Mm. How doesn't it <laughs> is really the first question I have, honestly, when you ask that. I think it impacts almost everything. And I, I do think that gratefulness is about being awake, uh, being awake to the truth of life, to the truth of our impermanence, to the truth of the exquisite, uh, amazing gift that life is for us every moment that we're here, and to treat it as precious and miraculous, and to be in awe and wonder and to value and tend the things that we have in our lives, to acknowledge them and notice them. And it's, it is a way of life. It's about how we meet and greet every moment of our lives and everything in our lives and all the people in our lives. And so to me, it really is the foundation from which all of our choices can spring. It becomes a touchstone, I think, as a way of life to bring us back to what truly matters and to remind us over and over again that life is a gift and it's a mystery <laughs> and and that we should live it now as awake as we can, remembering and living into what matters most to us. That's beautiful. Hmm. You write a bit about gratefulness and kind of differentiating between gratitude and I would love to throw in a couple more of like happiness, positive thinking. Could you provide a bit of thoughts around kind of differentiating some of those things that we sometimes think about initially when we think of being grateful? Oh, yeah. I love that question. Um I think that I differentiate. So what, what, here's, here's the thing that I like to say. Um, gratefulness is the gratitude that doesn't depend on what happens. Mm -hmm. And joy is the happiness that doesn't depend on what happens. So a network for grateful living, I would say we're much more committed to these more foundational experiences, these deeper experiences of joy which has a deep wellspring um, and gratefulness, which is really unconditional. It's about how we can approach life. It doesn't wait for something to happen. It literally just waits for us to be awake. And that's a great differentiator between gratitude and gratefulness is that gratitude really waits for something to happen. And we say, I'll be grateful when, mm. and we put it out there into the future. Gratefulness is already in force inside of us. It just needs to be tapped into and we need to be awake. And so that's a really beautiful differentiation, which is gratefulness just waits for us to wake up. And joy, I think, is the same. And we have so many strong cultural um, assumptions and expectations around happiness and around gratitude. They're heavily conditioned, right, for us now. Like we're taught that, you know, to pursue happiness and that, you know, to be happy is everything. And people say, are you happy? And it's, well, I don't know. And so then you feel like there's something wrong with you <laughs> if you're not happy all the time. <laughs> but joy has a kind of gravitas to it and a depth and 
that I, I really think serves us much more deeply. And I like to say, you know, I may not be great, but I'm grateful. Mm. I may not feel great. I may not, you know, my body may not feel great, but nothing has to take my gratefulness away from me because that's the recognition of everything being so extraordinary in life and being really present for all of that. And then positive thinking, just to link back to what you were saying, to circle back to that, Joshua, is positive thinking is a whole other kind of a thing. I, um, mm. It reminds me a little bit of um, that whole kind of manifestation stuff. Like y- you, you override the truth um, in order to get someplace else. And gratefulness acknowledges the truth of everything that is and actually has a bandwidth big enough to hold everything. Mm-hmm. Gratefulness holds that space for everything to belong and holds paradox and holds tension and pain and difficulty inside of its embrace. Whereas positive thinking is let me make wrong what's challenging for me and override it with this musculature of I'm just going to be positive and have a good attitude that troubles me because mm. I think it makes us always feel like it's in that musculature that we should be really kind of um, trampling on and putting behind us the things that are hard. And I think it's much more about befriending those things and folding those things into the truth of our experience. Thank you so much for listening. You can get the show notes and links to resources mentioned at perennialleader.com slash podcast. If you're interested in learning more, subscribe to The Path. It's our free weekly newsletter. These are short reflections on wisdom for everyday life right to your inbox. And lastly, I urge you to put what you heard into practice. Until next time, be wise and be well.